The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a Thursday edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company here from the star in Frisco in the SWBC studios. We are here as we preview the Cowboys offense versus that Detroit Lions defense continuing to flip the page into week seven of the NFL season. With Chris Beam in the back, Patrick Nosey Walker, Isaiah Stanback. I'm Kyle Yeomans. It's the first day A.R. of Talking Cowboys. Yeah, after Rob. After Rob P. Island. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Miss you already, guy. Yeah, we do. We know you're watching. <laughs> we Your know seat you're is watching. warm, though. Yeah? Yeah, very, yeah his seat is... <laughs> he kept it warm? <laughs> he kept it warm. Now, do you feel like... Do you feel any different that you've scooted a chair I over? I feel smarter. Now? Why is that? I definitely smell... I don't know. It's, it's Rob P's chair. Over from I, just, Rob. You know, I just feel smarter. It's the RP effect. It's the RP effect. People actually see my face now for those that watch. Yeah. yeah. You guys got tired of seeing my back? What the heck, man? Mm, it was know. all the dreads. I don't know. You off some lets. I mean... I do got to do some back work today. <laughs> <laughs> I got to fill these shirts out, man. How is... Kyle told me I have baggy dress shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would ever say <laughs> such a thing. Uh, how is Squattober going? Squattober's going well. I actually had to take a day off because I have – I'm actually proud of myself because I have back issues after football. My, mm. I have two bulging discs in my back, so for the longest I stayed away from squats. So I've worked my way into Squattober, and I'm gradually raising my my, my hey. weight up and adjusting my percentages. So mm. I took yesterday off because I had a heavy day on Tuesday. But uh, I'm ready to get back at it today. Okay. It's lit. Yes, lit. What do you bet? Or I mean, what do you what do you squat? What's your max right now? Max in a while. If I had to guess, probably four hundred. I mean, a lot less than a lot of these players nowadays. He said it so casually. No, you think <laughs> yeah. about. I mean, you think about the. I mean, who did we just face last week? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts squats six hundred. So four hundred pounds for him is like his warm up weight. You know, so I mean, you got specimens in a league like that That's now fair. that just play around with the weight that I would strain and probably. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. You, yeah. You've got specimens of, of Patrick it's and impressive. I who, I mean, what do we squat? Like maybe two, I have, 250? I, I haven't squatted since college, so I couldn't yeah. tell. Yeah, that's fair. I, I haven't maxed out since probably high school. I still got my track legs, though, so I'm, I'm, I'm sure. We still got that go juice? Yeah, yeah. So I, <laughs> I wonder. So I think this weekend I'll, I'll give it a go. I'm, I'm going to have to borrow somebody. Oh, God. Somebody's the crutches ready, He's guys. He's going to be in a, a wheelchair <laughs> whenever he gets in, to, in here. I'm have to borrow somebody's belt. No belt. No belts allowed. Sir, no. You want me back? Wearing a belt is like wearing gloves in the weight room. That's Dude, just against he's the rules. Gonna need the belt. Thank I'm you. telling no, you. Right for the core. first one back in in two decades, <sighs> no. I can't get a. <laughs> gotta activate the core. I could just imagine like a cartoon act- character. The copay. <laughs> you got like a cartoon character, and it just snaps, and it's just he's hunched right, yeah, over. Know. Like that's right, that's yeah. what's gonna happen. So okay. All right, so normally we do news and notes with Rob Phillips, but like we said, we miss our guy Rob. We know he's watching. He did promise us yesterday that he's going to watch every show, so uh, we will refer to him as Rob the Listener from here on out. He could always call in. At I was going to say he could call in now, right? 855-2297, right? He'd like, yeah. be like B do from it. Ohio. <laughs> yeah. Do it. 
Um, Rob from Frisco. And for those of you wondering, we're rolling with these three right now. I mean, we don't have any plans to replace anybody. I, I know I saw a couple of tweets yesterday about it whenever the Rob news broke, but we're rolling with us three at the we moment. Are. This is your Talking Cowboys crew for now. Uh, we may add a fourth down the line. I, I would say there's a good chance we would add a fourth down the line, mm. but right now it is Patrick, it is Isaiah, it is myself, and we're going to ride with it. So Kyle's taking applications. Just DM him. Yeah, just DM inbox. me. Yeah, with an application. <laughs> Chris Beam. Slide in the DM. Don't, yeah, don't open that. Gonna up. Love that. She's going to go crazy. She's already applied, actually. No, 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 no C it. would like you to DM him. Him as well. So just <laughs> fill those up. There's a reason your DMs aren't open all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Are they open? Are you looking at me? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we're looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> They're closed at the moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah, at the moment. They're closed at the moment. All right, but yeah, we'll we're gonna roll with this three Sweet. and and Chris in the back, and then we'll we'll probably add a, a fourth here at some point down the line. Now. Patrick, I got to shift the news and notes column to you. So, what's your first news and notes? The Cowboys back all on the right. field yesterday. They had a special guest out there too. They did. Uh, so, first of all, WWRD. Mm-hmm. What would Rob do? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Rob, I believe would note that Post Malone was in fact in the building on yesterday. Um, he was, you know, sideline looking at Dak Prescott's throwing session, I believe. Mm. Um, so, you know, Post Malone, obviously a, a massive Cowboys fan. He has family ties here as well. Uh, and also a huge friend of Dak Prescott. So, I'm mm. sure he wanted to, you know, get a, an eye or two on QB1. Um, but Dak Prescott for the first time since suffering the fractured thumb in week one was a full participant mm. on the injury report for the Cowboys. Now, keep in mind that was more of a, a mock game, kind of a jog through. Uh, the first actual practice for this week, which will also be the largest or biggest practice for this week is going to be today. So today's really going to be key, but he has been medically cleared per head coach, Mike McCarthy. So that is massive. Uh, Everything is uh, green, green lighted as far as him going on Sunday, as long as there are no setbacks between now and uh, Sunday facing the Detroit Lions. So huge news there. Dak Prescott is still on track to be the starter against the Detroit Lions. Uh, also from the injury report, Dalton Schultz was a full participant after oh. missing last week with the re-aggravated PCL sprain. That cost him two of the last three outings. Uh, we'll see what today looks like because, again, yesterday was more of a mock game. Today is going to be a full workload. We'll see if he's going to be listed as full again or possibly limited. CeeDee Lamb was limited, but uh, no concern there. Lamb was, you know, he looked great physically against the Philadelphia Eagles, so this is probably more precautionary than mm-hmm. anything. Quentin Bohanna, who's been battering a, battling, I'm sorry, battling a shoulder injury, it was a full participant as well. So overall, as it stands, pretty clean. Yeah, the Cowboys injury report looks fantastic at the moment. Uh, help is on the way. And ahead of the bye week, no less. That's typically is, unheard of. Is that a well? Yeah, you've got a couple weeks to the bye week, so I know that's. <laughs> don't, I, don't, I'm still. Don't do it. Yeah, let's let's don't let's knock right on that wood. All right, uh, but I, I think whenever you look at Wednesday's participation, how much is it because of or influenced because of a walkthrough? Or are you more likely to be a full participant in a walkthrough than you are a full practice? Because today we'll find out more about whatever the injury situation looks like on the team. I would say probably so, but then you look at a situation with CeeDee Lamb. He was listed as limited on yesterday, so to that point, why would Lamb have not been listed as full as well? So I think that there's some credence to that, um, but at the same time, there is – something notable to be said in Dak Prescott 
being listed as full as opposed to being listed as limited. I mean, it's basically the Cowboys saying, hey, uh, we're, we're aiming him right at the Detroit Lions. So, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot to take away there positively from a Dallas standpoint. Yeah, I don't think there's any question at this point whether Dak's playing or not. It's to, to your point, if he has a flare-up, then obviously that would set him back. But all all signs point to him being the starter in this week's game, and it's a great week to do so because his defense is trash. <laughs> compost? You want to go into it? Yeah, they're not even compost. compost. They're trash. Wow. Com- compost, mm. you take a little bit more quality. You know, mm. you gotta you gotta put it in there, roll it around. These guys are just pure <laughs> trash. Bottom so, of the league. Why, uh, so worse than Washington because you call yes. Washington compost. Compost, exactly. That, Washington now commanders. you're calling these guys yep. trash. So Washington Commanders have allowed 135 points this year. The Detroit Lions are sitting at the bottom of the league with 170 points given up. Okay. They're averaging 34 points per game given up this year. They've yeah. given up 34 points per game. Yeah. That's on average. Mm. That's a septic tank. That's that's yeah. yeah. We're we're the septic yeah. tank. Yeah. Like but like once a week change it out. Like you know what I mean? Like it's just like not even over the weekend. Like not even a couple of days, not drop it off on Friday, pick some, it up on Sunday. Sprinkle some Like Riddicks yeah, that's, this is straight just yeah, marinating it. Yeah, you got to mm. sprinkle some Riddick. Yeah, they're trash. They're try hard though, Kyle. They yeah. try hard. That's good. I mean, Dan Campbell team, you're going to have high effort and valiant effort. You know, <laughs> good job, guys. They're running around. But this is not a good defense, man. And this is a, this is this is why Dak's coming back this week. This is redemption week for Dak. And Kellen Moore can't wait to throw the ball 722 times this game. So, uh, by the way, PFF's always right whenever it agrees with you, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it agrees with Isaiah. Uh, they are tied for the bottom defensive grade in the league with the Arizona Cardinals. And mm. they have a 50 they're getting a 50 out of 100. That's their grade so far. The top team is an 85, and that's the Denver Broncos. By the way, the Cowboys, just for reference, are in eighth place in that grading. So, But most most other teams have played good. played six games, Kyle. Yeah. most. I, I, think, I don't think other people understand this. Most other teams have played six games. There's a handful of teams that have had some buys. Sure. Okay? But they are at the bottom of the league with 170 points given up through five games. Yeah, they've already had their bye week. Coming off of their bye week. Hmm. Trash. And we talk about uh, in news and notes, we talk about the Cowboys getting healthier. The Detroit Lions are not getting healthier. Look at some of these uh, defensive players that were DNP, and they did not have a walkthrough yesterday. They had an actual practice coming off of their bye. Uh, you got Chris Board, DNP, linebacker. You got who else? John Kaminsky. Uh, he was limited. You got off of Char- a bye. Off of a bye. Charles Harris. Yeah, they're a little banged. Pass up. rusher dealing with a groin injury. DNP. Uh, Melifonwu. DNP. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby Price. DNP. Uh, I mean, like. Ten days off. Yeah, <sighs> ten days off, and those guys are still not healed. Yeah, and they're, so. they're banged up, and they haven't played well. But they've got pieces on that defense. I'm not saying that they're the same defense that you saw last week against Philadelphia. But they've invested picks up yep, front. I mean, true. Aiden Hutchinson, Hutchinson was the number two overall pick this past April. He's been playing. He's been decent. He's still learning. He's not going to have the same kind of impact that you would see from a Micah Parsons this year as a rookie, but it, he's been playing decent. And then you've got Jeff Okuda on the outside who was supposed to have a rebound year, and that hasn't necessarily happened. Number three overall pick from 2020. So this is his third year in the league. You would think Okuda would already be stepping up. He hasn't looked like that. Uh, I, I said it <clears throat> this past offseason, I think the ship has sailed on, at least sailed on Akuda's 
stock in Detroit. Now, it could be a situation where the young man maybe needs a fresh start somewhere else, and I'm sure he'll be getting that sooner than later. But uh, as you said, Kyle, it was supposed to be a 2022 season that potentially saw him start to really realize his potential and step into that that big ticket role, but it's it's just not happened. Uh, and obviously, when you're talking about the Lions defense, first and foremost, you have to go right to Aiden Hutchinson, but then yeah. once you negate if you're able to negate Aiden Hutchinson, there's not a lot of support uh, outside of or for Aiden Hutchinson, be it on the defensive line, the linebacker court, or the secondary. He's kind of on an island there. So if Hutchinson isn't able to get consistent pressure and disrupt the offense, the Lions are just yeah. they're just out there. I like Anzalone. That that's fair. I like him. He's solid. He reminds me of. He reminds me of like an AJ Hawk type of guy. You know what I mean? Just, just like just the like, hair. That's all. No, that no, 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 no. It's not. It's, 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 it's his relentless effort. <laughs> it's his. I mean, he's not as dominant he's as AJ Hawk, right? But he's he has a motor. motor. His motor doesn't stop. Like okay. from the time that the whistle starts to the to the end of the game, that dude, you have to deal with him giving you a hundred percent of what he has. That's not the case with everybody. Let's just be real out there. People play majority of the game at about 75, 80%, and then they leave a little bit in the tank for when they need to when they need to go 100. That's the reality of the NFL. Sorry, people, if you thought it was 100% every play. Mm. It's not, okay? But guys like him come along every so often, and they are just emptying the tank every single play. Well, Xavier Woods told them that that wasn't the true. case. True. So, oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> true. But Isaiah I mean, went in on Xavier Woods in the yeah, middle that was, of that week. Yeah, that was so bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah read the room uh, <laughs> kind of thing. But, uh, I mean, that's a name. There's a notable, another notable in Deshaun Elliott. He's another notable guy. Uh, you talk about somebody like who he's tied, actually, yeah. with him for the most tackles on the Detroit Lions. They have 40 combined apiece. Um, and Elliott has the has one of the only two interceptions for the Detroit Lions secondary. And that kind of segues to one of the biggest problems for Detroit is they also can't get the ball turned over. Mm -hmm. They only have two interceptions through five games. They only have two forced fumbles and only recovered one of those forced fumbles. I guess, okay, 50% success rate on the forced fumbles, but you only got two. So they're not punching the ball away. They're not taking the ball away in the air. They're not getting consistent pressure outside of Aiden Hutchinson. You know why? Drop it. Because they're Velcro. Okay. Talk to They're them. Velcro. What's, what does Velcro do to Cotton? <laughs> Falls off. It freaking no. It sticks on freaking oh. Kyle. Okay, they're Velcro. They're defensive linemen. They're they're linebackers. I, I don't know how Velcro okay. works. Apparently, <laughs> all right. They, <laughs> you never Velcro had a falls off. I was thinking high. like the one. I was thinking of the one that like Come stuck on, to each how, other. That's the opposite <laughs> of what happens. <laughs> it sticks. It sticks to Kyle. I thought he was talking about it's, like no. if you like were to put it on something, no. and it just falls off. No, like that's no. what I was. These okay. guys are like Golly. these guys are like flex seal in the corner of your tub. All right, these guys, they do not get off blocks for anything. They, they're aggressive because of who their coach is, so they play with high, with high motors. Yeah. Right. Okay, but those high motors run smack into offensive linemen. Mm -hmm. And they once they get on, they do not get off at all. They, they these guys lock on. They run them back, you know, two three yards off the line of scrimmage. They're able to get they they get turned. And they don't get to their to their assignments, and they ultimately give up a lot of big plays. Sometimes it, it it could sound like that could be a good thing for a defense, but can you explain why that's not a good thing? It's a good thing to have a high motor. Yes, it's a good thing to to put out you know max effort and to go all out. However, if it, if what you if that effort is taking you out of your assignment, if that effort isn't allowing for you to get off of your block so that you can do what you need to do in your particular role in the defense, then you're now out of position. Mm. And if you're out of position and everybody else that's next to you is out of position, 
obviously bad things are going to happen if you're the Detroit Lions. And that's unfortunately what they're facing. And I think they have an identity crisis right now. I think they're trying oh, yeah. to appease who their coach is and what their coach's uh, character is and what he wants the character of this, of, this, of this team to be, not even just his defense, but this entire team. But they're doing so at their own demise. Right. And, and you know, kind of circling back and those are excellent points and adding to that is the fact that their coverage windows and their secondary are massive Jesus. because outside of Hutchinson, they can't consistently get pressure. I mentioned a moment ago that Charles Harris was still DNP. He missed their previous game before the bye week with this groin injury he's one of the only three or four guys who has a sack on a defense that only has seven sacks through five games they can't get home they can't consistently get pressure and that's going to allow that the Cowboys second or uh passing attack which now features again Dak Prescott it's really going to give them an opportunity Dak Prescott to go through his reads go through his progression and say yeah. hey okay well Okuda might have this might have won this particular battle but guess what I got two other three other guys I can go to and I got I got time to do it so yeah, the Detroit nice. Lions are going to be really up against it even though we don't completely expect that Dak Prescott's going to hit the ground running I mean don't be surprised he's, if he does against this defense listen here he's hitting he's hitting the treadmill at wild, one miles power he his footing's not going to have any Problem. This is not Philadelphia's Eagles where you got these guys, the treadmill's going 20 miles per right. hour, you got to catch the rhythm. Right. This dude's going to go on that thing and just be stroller striding like he's at the doggone mall at 6 a.m. I was thinking about it last <laughs> night more and more, and I was like, you know what? We. There's a, there's a lot to be said for the likelihood that Dak Prescott still needs to get his timing back. Mike yes. McCarthy keeps talking about it, uh, you know, and now it's a new look wide receiver core. Obviously, he has some history with Noah Brown, but not to the point he had with Cedric Wilson. So some things need to be worked out there. But you couldn't be you couldn't go against a better defense as far as the matchups go if you're yeah. trying to get your offense back on track. So just yeah, it, it temper your expectations for Dak Prescott's return to action, but. If Dak goes out, I just wouldn't be surprised if Dak goes out there and throws three touchdowns, one to three different receivers against yep. this defense. And that's exactly what the Cowboys hope will happen so that he can build on that time and that confidence going into the Bears game and then the bye week and so forth and so on. That's the blueprint, hopefully. Oh, you said that word. Mm-mm. I was already about to tease going into the break. Mm. See, why is this are. not – we are. Tell, I want to know why this is different than the Broncos last season. Because that game was the blueprint for the Cowboys. I want to mention it a little bit more because the more I look into it, the more this game reminds me of that game. Because we're talking about it the same way we talked about that game, too, last year. When we come back here on Talking Cowboys, I want to talk about how to avoid the blueprint on the other side from Detroit when we come back right after this. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America NA Equal Housing Lender Credit and Collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. 
Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savanna. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back to Talking Cowboys. Get your game day mentality on with the Dallas Cowboys official sideline gear inspired by coaches and players made for all of Cowboys Nation. Head to the nearest pro shop or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com. A fanatics experience. Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. Isaiah Stanback, Patrick mm. C. Walker. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Glad you're with us. Oh man, I just keep going back to this game from last year. Why? I and I, Patrick in the break was like, "Why are you bringing up old stuff? Why are you bringing up old stuff? Why are you bringing it up? Come on, because Smokey. because I don't want history to repeat itself. That's oh, why. Okay, that's why. Because you have to, you those have to acknowledge history if you don't want history to repeat itself. Correct. Right? Okay. I. I those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it, right? Uh-huh. I mean, I'm, I, that's why I'm bringing it up. I'm not bringing that's it up for an emotional attachment. I'm that's not bringing it up because I think it's going to happen. I want it to not happen. Right. Because last year, you overestimated, or underestimated, excuse me, the Denver Broncos. Sanjo. Coming off of a Sunday night football game, you won that game. So it's a little bit different and kind of like what we talked about yesterday with Mike McCarthy. He was asked if this was a trap game. This is not a trap game in his eyes, which is fine. I'm okay with that because it's a real game in his eyes. How is this different, Isaiah, this year with the Detroit Lions? Young pieces on defense. A lot of no-name guys running around there in the back back level as well. And some firepower on offense to the pack where they come into AT&T Stadium. Cowboys always got a target on their back no matter what. How can Dallas avoid the repeat of 2021 Denver? I can't say without a shadow of a doubt that they can avoid it, mm-hmm. but it's not as probable. You think about the defensive coordinator for Denver last year was it was it Fan- Fangio? Fangio? Well, Fangio was the head coach. Well, yeah, but yeah, but he, he but was he ran the defense. Yeah, so he has a lot of wisdom in that regard. He's been he's a proven defensive coordinator, and he picked apart the offense of Dallas. All right, he mm-hmm. took advantage of Kellen Moore. Mm-hmm. Aaron Glenn is the defensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions. I love AG. AG was my teammate when I first got here. I have a high regard for him as a player, but I haven't seen it as a defensive coordinator yet. So I don't think that they have the personnel that Denver had. I also don't think that they have the wisdom 
from the person who's calling the plays yet. Mm. And I think that combination favors the Dallas Cowboys and, and highly makes it highly likely that they are not going to repeat or highly unlikely that they're going to, to repeat what, they're, what they did last year. You just think from a scheme standpoint, Glenn doesn't have the same firepower. And, I mean, they've got they, – Denver's defense last year was more talented than yes. this Lions defense, yeah. straight up on paper. Yeah, personally. Because they had Justin Simmons. They had Patrick Sertan and guys like that. But you've got young pieces here too. But you think it's the scheme that's different. Yeah. Because you had the scheme up to beat the Cowboys offense a year ago, but the offense isn't as good this year though. Correct. And I'm into – Yes, you're absolutely correct. So I stand behind those those comments. However, I did mention yesterday, I believe, or the day before, that this this is the most prepared that the Detroit Lions will be for an opponent aside from Game One of the season because they've got two because they to have look. two weeks to prepare. So even though AG, you know, Aaron Glenn, that's what we call him, AG does not have the wisdom of a Fangio. This he does have time on his side to go ahead and if there are any kind of weaknesses or any kind of tendencies that they can find on film from Kellen Moore and this Dallas Cowboys offense, they would have found them by now. The disadvantage to them is that you're getting a Dak that you haven't seen a lot of this year. And you can go back to recent mm. years, you can go back to whatever you want to and look at what what was, right? But in terms of this season, they only have one game to go back and watch. For me, it's it's – just different emotionally more than anything. Uh, it's a Cowboys team that's not only is it, you know, going to be charged up because it's getting QB one back, um, which was not the case last year. Uh, they're they're coming off of a loss versus, as you mentioned, they were coming off of a win in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah against the Minnesota Vikings. But even more so than that, going into the Broncos game last year, they were on a six game winning streak, and that included. And a thrilling overtime victory against New England in New England, you're supercharged up. You then go to Minnesota, you beat Minnesota, oh, we got it. Here come the, oh, they was feeling themselves. Yeah, yeah. Here come the Broncos. And it's like, okay, well, we'll just blow past these guys. Whoa, whoa, hold on now. Mm -hmm. Let's ride. What happened? Right, let's ride, right? <laughs> so you had that, but if you compare it to now, you went into Philly and – you didn't just lose to Philly. You basically gave them the game. So walking through the locker room yesterday, talking to guys like Jaron Curse, for example, talking to guys like Jordan Lewis, like these guys are pissed. Like yeah, that. Leighton Van Der Esch yeah, was not having it. Exactly. Leighton yeah. Van Der Esch, another one. Anthony Barr. These guys are pissed. And when Dan Quinn said it a couple days ago, it was validated when I walked through the locker room yesterday, and I'm talking to guys like J.K. And you talk to LVE and and you know and the, and the other defensive guys. They want to get back on this field asap, pronto. They're not looking at the Lions as saying, "Okay, well, you know, they're bet." No, they're looking at it as this is the next op, and we got to run through them because we're pissed off about the last game. So that's that's you know a couple of key variables, but also keep in mind. You mentioned Fangio's defense. Fangio was not good at offense, right? But this, the Broncos' defense in 2021 was quite a bit better than this Lions' defense. Yes, sure. they both still had some young pieces, and that's, that's really where the comparison haunts. Yeah. Because the scheme was better in yep. the Broncos than it is with the Detroit Lions between Fangio versus Aaron Glenn. And look at the health of the Lions or lack thereof come into this game, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. You look at the inability to take the ball away, the inability to consistently get pressures. It's only the same in that, in my eyes, in that the Cowboys are coming off of a Sunday night game. 
that that <laughs> that's the only thing that's really similar. Coming mm-hmm. off of a Sunday night game, going against what supposedly is a team that's not going to be a good team because they're not a good team. You are what yeah. your record says you are. Shouts out to Tuna. Um, but at the end of the day, emotionally, it's different. This is not a six-game win streak. This is four and two. You just lost to your division rival in prime time in Philadelphia. You have a huge distaste in your mouth. It's just sour on your tongue right now. Mm. You're going. You're back home. You're going against a team that's 32nd in the league. And if there was a 33rd, they'd be 33rd. Oh my! In the league. I mean, to your point, yeah. it's it's septic tank, yeah. right? So that those are the differences for me. I, sure. I think this is a yeah. Cowboys team that's just mentally they're laser focused. They're not riding high on a six-game win streak. They know that if they drop the four. And three, albeit it won't, it wouldn't be the end of the world. Drop the four and three against a Detroit Lions team at home, and it's going to feel real bad. Mm. And now you're going to drop that much further in the <laughs> NFC East race. Yeah, there, there's something to play for here. When there is a battle like this happening in the division, when you do have not just one team you're going up against with Philadelphia, but you've got this surprise team in New York, Hot Fire, that's playing really well and is five and one at the moment. Uh, how many times does how does that play into your preparation and your emo- your energy and emotion throughout a week whenever there are a couple teams that you're trying to compete against? There's no room for error. You can't afford to drop one, you know, to, to the point that you just made, you know, see? You can't afford to drop one. And if you do drop one, you're putting yourself in a predicament, mm. and you can't be in a predicament <laughs> in, this, in this conference right now because these teams are playing well. Right. And you know that those two teams that are playing well that you're, are your opponents in this division – are going to continue to improve. You know who Philadelphia has coming up. Their schedule is just about as easy as the Dallas Cowboys is in terms yeah. of on paper. So they f- foresight, they're probably not going to drop too many games over the next five or six games. Then you look at the, the New York Giants, and they're going to continue to get better. They have a brand-new coach who is only going to improve as the season goes on, he's going to continue to put pile more onto their offense. And the, and Danny Dimes and those guys are going to continue to get more confident. They're going to score more points. So they're going to get more dangerous. So you can't afford to put yourself against the wall. You've had enough against enough of having your back against the wall this year already. You dropped week one. You lost your QB. You pay, you picked it up. You pasted it together. You know what I'm saying? You you went ahead and you got your Elmer's glue and you, you, you put all those pieces together. And now you're sitting back and you're looking at it. You're like, okay, what is – what can I do with this? And he's like, oh, crap, I didn't see these pieces over here. And that's Dak. Dak's coming back. Right. So now you get to put all your pieces together. Right. And now you get to go out there and play the best ball that you can possibly play. And, and there's an added aspect to it because we're talking about the NFC and, and the race in the NFC and the NFC East. You're hoping to split with the Philadelphia Eagles. And if it comes out that you need a tiebreaker at the end of the at the end of the season, the Detroit Lions, guess what? That's a that's a like opponent. That you know, that's a common opponent, right? Common yeah. opponent goes into that as well as far as potential tiebreakers. So you need this win. The Cowboys know they need this win, and again, they're not riding high off of any kind of win streak right now. They're they're kind of feeling that sting from Sunday. Well, when you walked into the locker room, you said that you felt them being pissed off. Mm. You, know, you felt them being a little bit angry. Oh yeah. What were they angry about? Were they angry that they lost? Were they angry about how they lost? Were they angry that they didn't do their best? Like, what were they yes. angry about? I think it was the third one. Yeah, I think it was a combination. A combination. Because Vander Esch made it uh, very clear that he felt that they could do better. He kept saying, obviously, we have things we can clean up. You see it. You saw what it was. Okay. I think he was referencing like the missed tackles and things like that. Actually, yeah. So there was fact, accountability. There was, oh, there was That's what it felt like. A ton of accountability. I, speaking kind of off the cuff with Jay Ron Curse and basically Jaron Curse was 
saying, hey, we, we gave them that, and that can't happen. But And he kept saying they, they got to come to the crib mm-hmm. in December. So they're anxious to to correct the errors. G-R. They're not saying, yeah, they're not saying we're upset because we went up there and, and they beat us. They're saying we, we're upset because we went up there and we lost. And I love game. to hear that. Yeah. I love to hear that because what we're, we've been hearing a lot of fans this week, right? We've seen it in the past. We've seen it in past years where there was a lack of accountability, yep. right? We heard the wee wee movement and all that jazz, and we, you know, there's guys. <laughs> there, there were guys that didn't want to admit that they took the L. The what now? The wee wee. The pause. <laughs> yeah. Pause. Yeah. 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 Swiper, no swiping. <laughs> but, but there was a lack of accountability here for a while, and Dan Quinn has obviously changed that culture. That's one of the main things that he's done. So it's great to hear that guys in the, are in the locker room after a loss, and they're saying, "Yeah, we messed up. Yeah, we." gave this yeah we did this because guess what who's in control of that them it's a lot different when you hear that type of talk versus oh you know the referees we heard that how many years or two years ago right oh it was the referees you know the referees were playing against all these guys there's a little bit of that at the beginning of last year too even in that Denver game there's a little bit of that and guess what that's just that's kind of trickled away so it's it is very encouraging to hear that these guys are taking up for their mess ups because they are correctable and it's happening. They're absolutely taking accountability. And from my ears, from walking around and being in the scrums and talking to the guys, there was not a single question about officiating mm-hmm. that was posed or answered. Good. These guys are looking inward Good. going into the Detroit Lions game. The only time I've heard about the officiating from the Philly game was in Mike McCarthy's Monday press yeah, conference. That was it. And basically they asked they asked about the pick play where mm-hmm. Devontae Smith was kind of coming over and he ran a quote-unquote yeah. run route, but yeah. it was a pick, uh, and it allowed A.J. Brown to score on the touchdown. And he was like – I mean, he was visibly upset yeah. by that, and he was like, well, you got to check the rule book because the linemen are five, down the, five yards downfield, they're blocking downfield. Oh, and there was a pick play and all this sorts of stuff. So he kind of made some excuses on Monday, but no player in that locker good. room has Not made a single excuse. That's so that's a good thing to think yeah, I don't want to hear any of that. All right, let's take our second break. When we come back, we'll continue to look deeper into the Cowboys' offense. Could they maybe – Utilize C.D. Lamb and Cavante Turpin in a different way this week. Now that Dak Prescott is back in the fold, when we come back with more Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. Little Sweets! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweets has head on home. Dr. Pepper is on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. 
Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. Limited tickets for the remaining home games of the 2022 Dallas Cowboys season at AT&T Stadium are available right now. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash tickets or SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. If you want to go get some of those limited tickets, Isaiah, mm. the, the, you know, the Dallas Cowboys season yeah. at AT&T Stadium, mm. there's a good chance that toward the back half of the season, you're going to see not one, not two, but possibly three pregame live and postgame shows from out there on the plaza. You don't say. At AT&T Stadium. He went full LeBron just now. Mm. Not one. Mm-mm. Not two. Nope. I'm I'll be happy if there's one. Uh, it, was yeah, three. Yeah, it was three. It was three. <laughs> I'd be happy if there was one. There's just, one. You know. But there is going to be at least one. Oh. There's one at least out there, and then I'm, I'm sure we'll probably try and push for the playoff game, too, if we, we get to that point. Oh, you're already talking play- playoffs. I said if we get to playoffs. that point. Playoffs. If we get to that point, you have to plan. I mean, you oh, got to plan. Mean, third place in the division. Uh, yeah, play. you got a little bit of work they'll, to they'll do. Get to the got a little bit of work they'll to do. Some work. They'll get there, though. Mm? You, you think so? Yeah. Okay. I like it. I just said it with my chest. Tiger milk. Yeah, tiger, right. tiger milk. I'm wearing my shirt to, tomorrow, by the way. What would so Rob do? What would Rob do? He'd drink tiger milk. Yes, he would. All day long. He already texted us and said Leave he was watching. Uh, all right. So I got this question on Twitter. Uh, Robert asked us on Twitter. He said, please ask Isaiah. Uh-oh. Ask the man. Uh-oh. Why does the Cowboys offense not use crossing routes with our receivers and let them get the yards after the catch? I think Turpin and Lamb could excel at this. You know what? You're not wrong, sir. And you will see that most likely beginning this week uh, simply because of what the Detroit Lions – well, let me back up. Number one, you haven't used three receivers that much this year because you've been trying to protect Cooper Rush. So you haven't seen many crossing routes because you just can't run crossing routes with two-man concepts. So you'll start seeing that again this week. Off of the play action, if they can establish a running game against Detroit, which I don't see that being a problem, you're going to get the Dallas Cowboys getting back to play action. You're going to see the Dallas Cowboys getting back to crossing routes because these guys like to play man-to-man for whatever reason, and they're not very good at it. Mm. And you'll start seeing Noah Brown. You'll start seeing Gallup uh, get get some of these crossing routes. CD, man, they'll, they'll try to get CD down. They'll use Gallup down the field, CD, Noah Brown crossing, and you'll start seeing some of these pick plays that Coach McCarthy didn't like uh, last week. You'll start seeing Dallas use that to their advantage. 100% agree. Uh, I mean, it's it, while they didn't shrink the playbook for Cooper Rush, they also didn't 
explore as deeply into the playbook as as they will with, with Dak Prescott in the lineup. So hopefully they <laughs> stick with the the run attack and continue to lean on that. But my point being, when it comes time to pass, some of those passing concepts that yeah. weren't accessible for Cooper Rush will be reaccessible yeah. for QB1. It's, it's, like, so. it's like a book, man. Yeah. Like if, I, if, I, if, I, if I'm reading a book and I have a bookmark in there, right, and you're like, oh, I want to see where you're you reading. Yeah. I take the bookmark out, I just give it yeah. to you. You're going to start back at play one. Yeah. Right? You know, you're going to start back at, at page one. So yeah. that's what they did with, with Cooper Rush. They went back to page one, and now they're going to go back, and Dak had he had a little elephant page ear. Yeah, he had a, yeah. <laughs> he had a little elephant <laughs> ear in there. You didn't see it. Now he's right. going to open the book back up yeah. to the middle. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. this is where we're picking back up. At. This yeah. Will be yeah. So it opens it up a, a significant <laughs> amount more. Is. But you look at you look at just the pure arm talent from Dak Prescott right. and how it differs from Cooper Rush. And we talked about it previously. He could do so many different things. And yes, he opens up the playbook from a play calling standpoint, but he also does it from uh, an opportunity to throw the football down the field standpoint. So does the deep threat kind of help open up the under the underneath stuff like CD Lamb? and Kevontae Turpin and even Michael Gallup, they wanted to use him underneath. Does just the pure threat of Dak Prescott throwing down the field, is that going to open things up in the middle? It can, but I don't think that's what teams fear. Okay, I think teams fear the run, and I think they fear the play action. If you can stop Dallas's run, you negate what they do because now all of a sudden history says if you can stop the run and stop Zeke, stop TP, now all of a you sudden Dak has to, that, yeah, you stop the Cowboys and Dak has to throw for 40-plus times a game. Yeah. That's what history says, and that's what teams would rather have, especially with him coming off of a, of a thumb injury. All right. I think it, yes and no. Um, yes, theoretically speaking, the more teams have to play on their heels in the secondary and the second uh, – the second level at linebacker, and even at the defensive line front, the the more likely you're going to have the second level open up for those slants that you'd be looking for for CeeDee Lamb and, and Kevontae Turpin. Um, and I think that for the Dallas Cowboys, you, you harken back to week one, which was, to me, the worst outing of Dak Prescott's career. I don't, yeah. I don't see that happening again. Um he didn't have Michael Gallup to help stretch the field. So he, he didn't have Amari Cooper and didn't have Michael Gallup. He really only had one of his former 1,000-yard receivers, and he had Noah Brown. Things still need to be figured out. Going against the Detroit Lions and moving forward, he does have that deep physical threat in Michael Gallup who can take the top off of an opposing defense. So the Lions are going to have to respect that because Michael Gallup is, in fact, on the field. So that is, in fact, going to help the underneath routes. That's going to help the run game. And But then, like Isaiah is saying, one thing plays off of the other. You're going to have to make sure you're establishing the run game so that they can then continue to fear that, and mm-hmm. that's going to bring them forward. So then you throw it over. Over their head be it complete or incomplete so then they start to play backward and then you get to run again so it's kind of that yo-yo yeah. effect so do you think the cowboys offense gets back on track this week yes you think they do see what would what would we. getting back on track what language you want me to say well, yeah there you go see we yes uh what da. what would <laughs> getting back on track constitute like what did, what would that look like uh for me that would look like three offensive touchdowns if, if you can get uh you know, 21 points from your offense, you're back on track. Now, if you get – Man, 20, how, how different is that bar from I, hey, just a year ago? Hey, you have to adjust with, with the times. And you're right. I agree. But so, just that's just a crazy fact, thing to think about. But if, if they can get three offensive touchdowns uh, against you know, the Detroit Lions, or just period, if they can get three offensive touchdowns on Sunday um, and the biggest error is maybe one interception – you clean up the rest of the mistakes, no pre-snap penalties, then for me the offense will not necessarily be back on track, um, but it will no longer be derailed. 
right? Mm-hmm. So it, it'll be close. It'll start to approach the, the right destination, and then they can kind of build steam from there, hoping, you know, going forward into the bye week. What would it look like for you? I would say 350 yards of offense. Okay. I mean, I mean you, you have to take it into context. You're playing against the, the worst defense in the league. So you got to put up numbers. You got to put up so numbers. Four hundred. I, I well, I wanted to say four hundred. Say it. I want to say four hundred. It's not Friday. It's not Friday. I gave a little tomorrow, buffer there. Tomorrow you do a little it. buffer there. Okay. I, I went. I was in my head. I was about to come yeah. out. I was like four hundred. You know what I'm saying? But I had guys. to pull it back a little bit. I had to pull it back. Okay? Sorry, guys. Pull it back. Yeah. So three fifty. I take three fifty. Three fifty. Give me two fifty out of Dag. I need a hundred on the, on the ground. But mm-hmm. in reality, I want about one twenty five on the ground, and I need another you know two seventy five or so in the air. I like it. Gosh, that's. I, I still feel like if that was happening last year, you would be like, oh, <laughs> like, was a this game. is a bad game. <laughs> and now you're looking at it like, oh, my gosh, can we please just get there? But luckily, this defense is as nasty as they are. This defense is fantastic. We're going to preview both sides of the football a little bit more in depth tomorrow as well. We'll give you some matchups to watch. We'll tell you how to win some money on DraftKings as well. And then we'll, of course, give our predictions. And if you want to be a part of our predictions, give us a call, 888 Seven is what we'll do tomorrow on Say It With Your Chest Friday. Gentlemen, it was a fun one the first day AR. Rob Phillips, we miss you, buddy, but uh, forever a part of Talking Cowboys. For Always. Patrick Nosey Walker, mm-hmm. for Isaiah Stanback, mm-hmm. for Chris Beam, mm-hmm. I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long here from Talking Cowboys. Thanks to our friends at Black Rifle Coffee Company. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!